Welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. That's me. Welcome, Tallahassee. Pastor and I speak often about keeping the commandments yes. and the laws of God. And we did that last in last week's show. But this program, we're going to dedicate to the Ten Commandments. Yes. All Ten Commandments. We're going to do it in two segments. Uh, we're going to try to take our time in discussing each commandment, define what it is, and who should keep them. I think everybody should. Yes. Everybody should. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you say you're a believer. Especially of the Judeo-Christian principles. (laughs) We will also discuss what we see as modern Christianity today. Because everyone thinks the Christianity of yesterday is from just only the Old Testament. So modern Christians think we need to interpret the Ten Commandments differently. But we know God's law is unchanging. Even Jesus, uh, Yeshua said, I come to fulfill, not to change. You know, God's law is more important and necessary as the law of gravity. Mm. Like the law of gravity, it works all the time. And like God's law is always in effect. Yes, it is. God's word is present with us and has not been done away. Not Mm -hmm. at all. Not since the beginning of time. Like a man cannot defile the law of gravity and help himself or throw himself off the tall building without injury, so is the law of the Almighty. Not done away with either. The Almighty always gives us a way of escape or a way out. Yes, he does. The Tenth Commandments, we're going to focus on uh, in Exodus 20, and Deuteronomy 5 are not laws devised by Moses and given only to the Israelites. They were binding before Moses' time mm-hmm. as well as during and after Jesus Christ's life. In fact, the Ten Commandments have been in full force and in fact since creation. Yes, it has. They are still binding on us today. We will see also that they are not just church rituals or good suggestions, mm-hmm. but the very code of conduct of our God. Psalms 19, 7, 9 says, The law of the Lord is perfect. Yes. Converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Mm-hmm. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. Mm. The judgment of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Mm. Now, I know everyone's saying, well, how could the Ten Commandments be with us since the beginning? But remember, Adam and Eve were under the law. Yes. Because God gave them the first commandment in terms <laughs> of not eating of the tree of knowledge versus the tree of life. So somehow they didn't pass that test because yeah. that's where we're at today. That's where we got issues now. Yes. But even Yeshua or Christ kept all the commandments. John fifteen ten says, if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his law. So even Jesus has to obey. First John 2 5 says, But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. Yes. How many of you, Tallahassee audience, are keeping your word? Mm. By this we know that we are in him, in God, in Jehovah. In Yahweh. This program today is to help us as believers understand our rightful place to love God and keep his commandments. And if you're not a believer, Mm. maybe this will show you the light and help you on the path towards the light and towards him. And so we're going to get started. But before we do, we got to thank our sponsor, Dr. Elton Powell at Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Yes. Please visit his website uh, at dynamicspineandwellness.com or give him a call 
850-402-9061. Please let him know the stone builders referred you over. I was just there today ah. giving my, uh, my treatment for my spinal decompression. And I tell you, awesome facilities. He just moved into a, a bigger location. Awesome facility. Great uh, staff. So he's there to help you transform uh, your body. Especially if you want to lose some weight. Mm. He got something for you for losing your weight. So soon and very soon. So we're going we're gonna to take a break and we'll be right back. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Was the best thing I've ever done. My name is Anne-Marie Baker, and I used to have severe, excruciating right arm and neck pain. Thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, I no longer have any pain or discomfort, and my issues were resolved without having any surgery. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again. At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com. Hi, I'm Cheryl Bolt. I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife, JC, at Livingstones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you. We're your neighbors. We're noble. This is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Noble serves as the conscience of law enforcement. Our aim is to ensure fairness in the administration of justice and public service to all. We also support our youth through scholarships, mentoring, and educational programs. With over 3,000 members worldwide who work in the criminal justice system, our goal is to offer solutions to law enforcement issues and concerns in the communities we serve. North Florida Noble chapter members are also your neighbors. Many are first responders answering calls to your emergency and safety needs. We have members in education, social services, and other areas. We've chosen to be guardians in our community, but we need your help. Through these messages, we'd like to provide information for your safety and improve communications with law enforcement. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com, and together we can promote justice by action. Welcome back. So before we get started, remember we keep informing you that you can listen to any of our shows anytime at your convenience. Yes, while you're jogging, mm-hmm. at the gym, yes, cooking, yes, yes, playing with the kids, even you can get the kids in on it. Uh, but you can listen on iTunes, Google Music, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And Spotify we love the best because yeah. it has a good layout, it's easy to to get on it and listen to the shows. Also, become a Stone Builder supporter with a sacrificial gift of any amount yes. on our website, 
WeLivingStones.org or Cash App, dollar sign, Lstones51. And we want to give a shout out to God's Hands Ministry International from Pensacola, Florida. Yes, Pensacola. Yes, we lived there for a number of years and we were really active in our church ministry and we met. Wilbur and Lower Cedar Richard there in Pensacola. And we really, their spirit, they have a very quiet spirit. But one of the things that we love about them is they dedicated uh, a monthly giving to us and they're consistent. They're always on time because they wanted their ministry to line up with our ministry. And I just realized today when I was uh, putting this together that their name has international in it too. God's Hands <laughs> Ministry International. So we both must be on the same vein yes. that we are in the world. Yes. But getting back to the Ten Commandments, many are probably asking, what is a commandment? Because you may not know. A commandment is a specific instruction or law from God. Let's make that very specific. From God that we are to obey forever. Hmm. Commandments have no precedence. This isn't law school. This isn't the law. This isn't the three branches of government. But it's because they established the original divine law that God gave us. Mm. Unlike a statute, and you should know about a statute it's because a we got lots of here in Florida. <laughs> uh, you got them for uh, guns, you got them for how we operate as businesses and so forth. But a statute designates a law that one engraves, meaning a lawgiver establishes. So our House of Representatives, our senators, state senators, our congressmen and U.S. senators, it, uncha- it is un- established unchangeably unless it alone gets changed. So that, the law can be changed, and we know that because we see that all the time. The votes, whether they go up or votes go down, they solicit our opinions to see whether or not they'll vote on something. But a judgment which is different, is a decision based on another established law or also known as a precedent. So we're not talking about the commandment being those things. The commandment is God's instruction for us to obey. In Revelations 22, the last chapter of the Bible, obedience to God's law is the central issue even after the new Jerusalem arises. So everyone says, well, you know, once... The world changes, the law is going to disappear, be done away with. No, the law will be there too. So let's get it right today. Praise God. Revelations 22, 14 through 15. Blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. But outside are dogs and sorcerers and sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and whoever loves and practices a lie. And the verse uh, does talk about that everyone goes to the wide gate. Right. But there's a narrow gate That's that the, only few will find. Wide is it? Yes. Narrow? Everybody goes through. The narrow is the way. That only a few of us yeah. will find. And trust me, Lord, I want to be in that number. Yeah, we always say that. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll start with the first commandment, but... Uh, Let's go back a little bit. He had uh, Moses yes. uh, with the uh, the Israelites, yes. the Hebrews. They left Egypt. They were stuck in the de- desert because they were not obedient. Uh, Moses had a direct connection with mm-hmm. the Almighty. Yes, he did. Talk about a personal relationship, a one-on-one relationship, whereas he left God called him to Mount Sinai, and he was gone for about 40 days. Yes, he was. And 40 nights. And God, the story says that God used his finger to carve uh, the Ten Commandments in the stone. Mm-hmm. And when uh, Moses returned, yes. then while he was gone, 
Uh, his brother and the rest of them made a calf of gold and they was partying to the <laughs> utmost. Orgies, whatever you can do in the desert, they was doing. And it upset Moses so much, either he dropped it out of shock or he threw it down and it broke. He was it, upset. He was <laughs> totally upset. So much so that he returned. Yes. Another 40 days. Yes. And the second time he came back, that's when he was glowing. He had the glory on him. The glory of God <laughs> was on him. And that's when they just uh, took out a whole bunch of folks. Praise yes, he did. So that first commandment. Yeah, I mean, I would, if, matter of fact, they had to survive. That's right. They took out the people first. Yes, they did. And then he went back up. Yes. So now. Because he called, basically he called down God's wrath because God was angry too. Yeah. Because he broke the tablets. Yes. So those who were left behind, I know they were shaking in their boots <laughs> until Moses returned. I know that's returned. not funny either, but when you think about it, you can imagine it as a movie scene, probably just the fear yeah. that would come over you. So I understand. Uh, wow. So, so the first commandment that the Almighty wrote down for us, you shall have no other gods before me. And that's in Exodus 20, uh, verse 3, and Deuteronomy 5, verse 7. So whenever we hold something more important than God, mm -hmm. such as money, mm -hmm. houses, cars, jewelry, clothes, and you know what? Even your children yes. or your your wife or for you, your, your husband, it places us in conflict with the first commandment. Yes, it does. Oh, my goodness. The second commandment is Exodus 20, 4 through 5. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water underneath the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them for I, the Lord, your God, and a jealous God. You know, the second commandment, it forbids the use of physical aids in worshiping the invisible God. Mm, crosses. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, how about the statues they, they turn mm, they tearing down right now? I'll, I'll let you read the rest. I mean, I'll let you see the rest of that because there is a, a little thing I want to caveat I want to put with that. Well, such aids include statues or paintings of Jesus or Mary's nativity scenes, crucifixes, steeples, stained glass, pictures of God or Christ, and many other things. But he does, but you can have paintings. You just are not to admire them as your God. That, right. That's what people Don't do. worship them. Right. So people have, you don't really need a statue because even God and Jesus said that, how would you know what I really look like? How would I know? So we make it in kind of our own human Im image, but that's not really the true God. So the third commandment, you shall not take the name of the Lord Ooh. your God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Mm -hmm. That's in Exodus 20 and 7 or Deuteronomy 5, 11. You know how you use your, <laughs> you know, you call out and you might be in several, several situation and you be mm -hmm. calling God's name in vain mm -hmm. or you be mad and you be. All right. So y'all understand. <laughs> y'all understand. So. His, his this third commandment it deals with his name because it deals with his character. Yes. It deals with his office. Yes. It deals with his position as the great ruler of the universe. Guiltless translated from the Hebrew means clean. Mm. A person is clean or unclean according to how he uses the name of the Almighty, whether in truth or in vanity. Mm. A person who continually talks about the Almighty but denies him in his daily life is unclean. So you need to keep the commandments. You can't be taking the Lord's name in vain. That's right. Because if you're keeping the commandments, you wouldn't be doing that. Wow, my God. And that fourth commandment is, remember 
observe the Sabbath day mm. to keep it holy. Exodus 20, 8 through 11, or Deuteronomy 5, 12 through 15. Disregarding the Sabbath is like throwing away the key to a treasure chest, ignoring a vital area of understanding that will open our minds to God and His purpose. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The Sabbath is much more than a weekly day of rest. It is the one day each week that we must devote totally to God. Yes. And thus, it is a good regulator and barometer of our relationship with Him. Mark 2, 27 says, And he said to them, the Jesus, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. Mm, boy, is that important. But I wanted to just go back a little bit when we were talking about the narrow and the wide gate. That's Matthew 7, 13-14. It says, Enter by the narrow gate. Yes. That's your command. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. Wow. And there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. So we're trying to give you some guidelines about the Ten Commandments. Mm. Pastor went through the first floor. These commandments are serious. Yes. No plan. Mm-mm. Guidelines. Yeah, from the no guessing. Right. <laughs> no changing. Uh, it him. is what it is. It takes the loving hands of parents to guide their children. Somehow we might have missed that mark when we took prayer out of school. Back in 1963, mm-hmm. Marilyn O'Hara mm-hmm. won the suit. Supreme yes. Court backed her up. And prayer went out of school. And, and so right after that, else. Kennedy was assassinated. Mm, boy, devil's been busy. Yes, he is. It's also spiritual leaders that should be guiding their members. We need to be spending some time on the Ten Commandments. We need to see if even our spiritual leaders know all Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. And God is at the helm to remind us daily, by the hour, by the second of His love for us. The first four commandments defines man's relationship with God, teaching us the magnitude of His power and names so that we can properly worship and obey Him. And remember, when Moses came down, the people were so afraid of the glory that was all over him, they made him put on a veil. And I wonder, would the veil hold the glory? Would it really? Because it would just kind of subdue it a little bit but could you imagine and that was only God's backside could you imagine the power and the glory and I have been in worship services where the power of the Holy Spirit would be so great it almost felt like you could cut your hand to a veil yes it was just awesome so so the fifth commandment now we're getting into the people situation. Okay. So we dealt with God the Almighty. The creator of all things. Yes. Oh, God. And now we're getting how we're supposed to be dealing with one another. But the fifth commandment states, Honor your father and mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Hmm. Exodus twenty twelve and Deuteronomy five sixteen. And I love it. You honor your parents. Your days will be long, which the Lord has given you. Mm. Links the first four commandments with the last six. Honoring one's parent is serious business with God. Yeah, and that's why we were dealing with last week. Yes. Talking about parenting. Yes. And the importance of parenting yes. and uh, interacting with your children. And your responsible parents. Even when you're old. Yes. Exodus twenty-one fifteen says, And he who strikes... His father or his mother shall surely be put to death. Woo. Uh, elder abuse. Yes. Parental abuse. Yes. Oh, God. Serious. Hmm. Honoring one's parent is perpetually coupled with obeying and revering God. Leviticus 19, 2-4. For it is by learning to honor our parents that we first come to understand how to approach God. Because mm. we can't approach God if we're not obeying. That's right. 
God requires us to obey even his sixth commandment, which is another relationship issue. You shall not murder. We've been seeing a lot of that lately here. It's like the unconcerned with life. Exodus 20.13 and Deuteronomy 5.17. God hereby protects a person's most precious physical possession, his life. Yes. And I'm just amazed at how people don't even think about it. That uh, There was a newscaster that was talking about how, I think it was in New York, where a car, a father and his daughter were crossing the street. The street yeah. And it looked like they did have a few groceries in a bag. And a car slowly moved up when he got about halfway across the street. And you could see the gun come out and he just shot the man and rode off. And I'm going... With his daughter, holding his daughter's hand. Where is the reference? So again, God hereby protects a person's most precious physical possession or his most precious physical possession, his life, from being cut short by another human being. I mean, that was just here at our home where across yes. the street, yes. uh, a young man, they knew each other. Yes. He's, he murdered one of the young men, young young brother, and then wounded the other one that wounded a young man ended up on our front porch. Right. And uh, looking for help. And praise God, he's still alive. But the fact that they're so cavalier with someone else's it. life. Yes. And now, not only is that life gone, but the life, his life, the family's lives, they've all been disrupted. Yes. And and that's the one thing about incarceration that's going to end up being the end result of that is that it also causes death, death of relationships, death of uh, continued family life. God also gave us the seventh commandment. You shall not commit adultery. Did we, did we talk about the Sixth Commandment? Yes, you we know, well, Don't murder. Yeah, we did. Okay, because you praise said God. Murder, so right? I got caught on my... my uh, <laughs> well, you Let me give me a cup of coffee yeah, here. Yeah, you should... You um, were talking about being... About the different various scenarios about what's happening. Physical possession. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just don't kill nobody. You can't... Why are you so mad that you got to take somebody's life? That's where prayer and supplications really come in. That Sometimes you got to stop looking and listen. Just like that traffic light. It's green, green yeah. go. Yellow means slow down. Red, stop. Uh, Sometimes you just need to process what's happening so you can get a hold of your situation before you start acting indiscriminately. But we're not, a lot of us are not there because part of looking at what's happening in Chicago and New York and places that are just so high because they're not doing that. So God gave us the seventh commandment. You shall not commit adultery. (laughs) Exodus 20, 14 and Deuteronomy 5, 18. It's to protect the honor and sanctity of marriage. And I know that is going out the window Mm -hmm. because everyone is that me, 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 my satisfaction, what I want to do. It's all about me that folks are not even observing that. Mm -hmm. And it is through marriage and the family that we learn how to conduct proper relationships, both with other people and with God. Again, that's your role as a parent. That's your role that you need to be teaching. Your daughters need to know that so they don't hook up with the wrong person (laughs) or hook up with someone where they're unequally yoked. The same with your sons. So we need to be together on this because God honors the sanctity of marriage. Since it is such an important institution to character development, God does not tolerate its defilement. And I know right now in our society, it's about living together, hooking up. It's sex is so cavalier, but it says the marriage bed where sex is concerned, the marriage bed is not, is is not, is not defiled. So everybody else outside of that is defiling that sanctity. With, yeah. I was just going to just say, within marriage, sex is fully sanctioned by God, but otherwise, its practice causes harm. I mean, mm-hmm. we see it. Yeah. Uh, uh, father absence. Yes. I mean, you have uh, uh, single parents raising more children yes. than married parents are, are, are raising. Also disease and, and things of that nature. But now, you have new things where now you have 
um, polygamy is mm-hmm. coming back. Yeah. And, and you have people, polygamy seems like that's adultery too. Whether it's two men and women or three women and one man, it's like it's crazy out here. Well, and not only that, but weren't you just reading the other day how even a man decided that he would change his nature and now call himself a dog and he's going to marry his dog? You know, that was a little bit different. I understood those women who said they would marry themselves. That was strange, too. But when you start getting into the animals, that speciality, which throws up a whole new ballgame. It's like, go to hell. Mm. Go directly hell. Do not pass go. Do Do not not collect collect $200. $200. I'm serious. That is out the lunch crazy. I'm just going to call what it is. Crazy from the pit of hell. But you know what? I got to get away from this one here because this. So we did seven, right? We still have three more to go. Three more to go. And I know we'll summarize and go back to the summary because that's what we always say. Follow the 10th commandments. Repent. And be baptized, and, and 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 don't sin no more, and you get on the right path, on that narrow path to the Almighty. But uh, we're going to take a short break. Uh, uh, pay attention to our sponsors, and remember, you know, like visit Dr. Powell, and we want to thank Cheryl Bolt, who's a sponsor in God's Hands Ministries International. So we'll be right back. Here's my hand. It's yours to hold I give myself to you Here's my heart Please make it yours I give my love to you We are two becoming one If someone loves you, they don't hit you Hi, this is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Dating or relational violence is an act or threat of violence by one member of a couple against the other person in a relationship. It's also when one partner tries to maintain power and control over the other through abuse or violence. The abuse can include isolating you from others, threatening you, your family, or even themselves if you don't do what they want, physical violence, or sexual acts. This is not about love. It's about control. It's not about anything you did wrong. It's about control. If you're in a relationship like this, you're not alone. There is help. Contact Refuge House, your school guidance counselor, or law enforcement. Just remember, there is help. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com, and together we can promote justice by action. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go! Oh, come on. (laughs) This is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour. We are talking about the Tenth Commandments. Not 11, not 14. Yes. We're talking about 10. Yep. And only. Only 10. <laughs> the commandments, they're our toolbox to give honor to Almighty. Yes. And to ourselves. Yes. Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living and active. Thank you, Lord. Sharper than a double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. And you that, know, I was going to say, that cuts deep. Mm. Because when you say marrow, you know when you're eating that chicken bone and you have that gristle, <laughs> ah. and you snap it, that's what's on the inside. So uh-huh. that's how deep the word can go. Wow. Even to the marrow. To, to the marrow. 
Can't get no deeper than that. Mm. The eighth commandment of God's law reflects our sense of responsibility towards others and their possession. Mm -hmm. It exposes whether we understand the motivating principle and purpose of the entire law of God. The principle of give rather than get. Mm. This commandment found in Exodus 20.15 and Deuteronomy 5.19 You shall not steal. What is that again? You shall not steal. Now didn't you just tell a story right here in our community? Someone went into the fresh market up there on North oh. Monroe <laughs> took a about three hundred dollars worth, worth of, of meat, meat put packed up a grocery cart and just rolled it out the door. Mm. Uh, that's bold. Mm. I hope they have him on tape. Uh, it's also still in paperclip. You work for the state. That's right. And you still in paperclips from your office to yeah, take home. Same thing. Uh -oh. Is that still <laughs> small or large? <laughs> Little lie, big lie. <laughs> oh man, lies and lies. Yeah. Succumbing to Satan's get way of life dishonors our spiritual father yes. and elevates the self above God. Mm. It involves covenants. Now it's interesting that you say that because even in times when people say they can't forgive themselves you're also putting yourself above God. Because if God already forgives you for what you've done remember he threw your sins into the sea of forgetfulness you are already forgiven. Yeah. So when you say you can't forgive yourself, you're saying you're better than God, that you know better than God. Uh-oh. Mm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Where's that two-edged sword? <laughs> I cut somebody out there right now. And you know what? The Romans 13, 9, for the commandments, you shall not commit adultery. Yes. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witnesses. You shall not covenant. And if there are any other commandments are all summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. The ninth commandment, you shall not bear false witnesses against your neighbors. Well, we got a lot of stuff going on with this, with the... Well, the ride in Minnesota and and uh, uh, the, what's going on in uh, Seattle yes. and Atlanta and here in Tallahassee. Oh, oh my goodness, everything's topsy turvy right now. All bearing false witnesses. You, you know, Richard. Deuteronomy uh, five twenty says, "Protect our relationship with God because we seek to bear witness to the truth." Mm. Psalms fifteen one and two, Lord. Who may abide in your tabernacle? Who may dwell in your holy hill? He who walks uprightly and works righteousness and speaks the truth in his heart. We can't get around that at all because God is yes. truth. Boy. And today, one of the obvious things before I get to the 10th commandment is that we take, we become so defensive about everything. You can't say anything to anyone today. Uh, there was another story. Um, a woman who apparently was white was coming out of one of the stores. She brushed against this young girl who was about 15 yes. who was black. And the first thing that came out of the mouth of the black girl was, you need to apologize. But it was an accident. You know how sometimes it's a little co too cozy to come through the door and you brush somebody? Most times if I do that, I say, excuse me. Right. So apparently that might not have happened, but she demanded it. Right. And then when she, the woman went to her car, she followed her to the car. And then she was with older women. I'm assuming one was probably her mother. One was her mother. Uh, was with her. And they started arguing with the woman about, you need to apologize. You need to apologize. And then they stood in the way once her husband got there so they couldn't <laughs> leave the parking lot. Just kind of so I can't, right, you're going to run up, right. So what? And they're going to bang on their car and car window. It's like they the went into a rage. Yes. And I'm so that defensiveness is what is getting a lot of us into trouble. And if we're not controlling it, uh, there we go again, parents, if we're not controlling that rage when they're little, look at how far out of hand it can yeah. become because we've been seeing adult women do the same thing. 
Mm -hmm. The 10th commandment says you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, mm. nor his manservant, mm. nor his maidservant. And I know we don't have those unless you're really wealthy, but God <laughs> included it. Nor his ox, nor, nor his donkey, garden tools, <laughs> nor anything that is your neighbor's. Yes. Exodus 20:17, Deuteronomy 5:21. Covetousness is an insatiable desire for worldly gain. We always want what somebody else has. Yeah, grass is always greener. Yeah, but you still got to mow it. You still got to feed it. (laughs) And lies at the heart of where most sin originates. And you know, there's two other sins associated with that. And that is when you see your neighbor, you become envious, you become jealous. That's You become jealous of what they have. That's a sin. Because God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory. So I shouldn't be looking after somebody else. Of all the commandments, the 10 especially emphasizes man's relationship to man. So we said the last six is how we deal with our neighbor, which is readily seen in the repeated phrase, your neighbors. It protects the interests of others in seven major areas listed individually within the commandment. And you know what those are. James 1, 13 through 15 said, let no one say, and I love this verse, it's like so many that are in there that I love. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. Hmm. Is that what we're saying? For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. As that flesh we got, it just rises up. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. And didn't Michael Jackson make a song about that? The man in the mirror? Oh, right. He looked at the man in the mirror and I'm tempted. I look away and I forget who I am. So I go do whatever I'm going to do. Yeah. Uh, we need to look at, at that 10th commandment. Uh, the 10 commandments are living. They're active laws that are even more permanent than the law of physics that govern matter and energy. Because remember, Jesus said he going to bring down all the mighty uh, the buildings and the temples yeah. that we have. So physics is going to go out the door. They are automatic in their results. If we break them, we incur horrible curses. But if we Mm. keep them, we receive wonderful blessings. And if you're not sure of that, just go to Deuteronomy 28, because it first talks about the blessings, and then it talks about the the curses. Nobody wants to talk about the curses. (laughs) Yeah, but they're there. (laughs) Yeah, that's a, (laughs) yeah, give me mine, give me mine. At what cost? Yes. You know, the 10 commandments, they're a complete set of principles that we can keep properly in their spiritual intent only with the help of the Holy Spirit. Yes, thank you. God uses them as the standard of righteousness by which he develops his righteous mind and character within us. Yes. We need to keep them now more than ever considering the current state of our nation, our city, our community and the world. Yes. However, to walk in the footstep of Yeshua, it's not popular at all. It's not popular saying that I'm a man of God. I follow Jesus Christ. It's not popular at all. It is also difficult. It requires self-denial and leading a life quite differently from those around us. Unfortunately, it's a vice persecution. Yes. Yeshua said, if they persecute me, they will also persecute you. Just go to John 15, 20 and let you know that. Because sometimes we just think that we should just have and get yes. without a price to pay. Yes. Oh, but God. there's always a price to pay. Mm-hmm. And I love when you say whenever you stick your head above the crowd, someone's going to throw a rock at it. So that's what basically Jesus or Yeshua is saying. You stick out differently. There's going to be someone who's going to try to get at you. 
That's right. So all we're going to do is we're watching to remember and remind you of God's ten commandments. Where are the ten again? Let's go. Let me just go through. Go through it real quick. Go through the ten again. Mm -hmm. The ten is I am the Lord your God. Yes, Lord. The second one is. Thou shall bring no false idols before me. Yes. The third one, do not take the name of the Lord in vain. Yes. The fourth one is remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Holy, that's a now, big one. We're going to do a show on a that. Sabbath, Sabbath uh, Saturday, yes, Sunday. Yes, we'll I, talk about the Council of Nicaea. Mm -hmm. I think we should do a show just yeah, on, on the, the Sabbath. Sabbath. And then uh, number five, honor thy father and thy mother. Yes. Six, you shall not murder. Hmm. Remember, this is your neighbors. Seventh, you shall not commit adultery. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a big uh, one. Hey, you know right what? There. The adultery also, uh, with your eyes, with yes, your thoughts. Yes, exactly. Because Jesus not said not always that. with an action. Yes. Jesus said, even if you look, yes. you committed sin. Take that eye out. <laughs> There'd be a lot of blind people walking yes, around. Yes, there would right be. <laughs> oh, God. The eighth commandment um, is uh, giving. Thou shalt not steal. Steal, right. The ninth, thou shalt not bear false witness against your neighbor. And how many of those of that have we done? Especially when you're in a community, you start telling. One of the big things of bearing false witness is gossiping about yes. each other. So let's I lied that on, up. Yeah. cheated, <laughs> talked about, mistreated, the being used. Yes. All right, here we go. <laughs> ten commandment: You shall not covet your neighbor's house or anything he has. His wife, his, his servants, his cars, his jewelry, whatever we've got to covet. So remember the Ten Commandments. It will be a healing to your soul. Mm. It will be a healing Walking to your spirit. soul. Yes. So we went through the Ten, but now we're going to come back. We're going to take a short break, look at our sponsors, but we're going to come back to see how modern Christianity wants to look at the Ten Commandments. Okay. It's going to be a little bit scary. Give me a cup of coffee right now. All right. Hold on. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. I'm number one, so learn to adore me. Thou shalt not make any image or likeness of things on earth, water, or heaven with this brightness. Don't bow to or serve them. My jealousy is building. My wrath will be felt by your children's grandchildren. Thou shalt not take the Lord's name in vain. He will not be found guilty. He will obtain the blame Plus, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy Six days you work, on the seventh take it slowly Honor thy father and thy mother while they're living See, thy days will be long upon the land the Lord has given thee Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not go into adultery Thou shalt not steal anything, including jewelry Thou shalt not bear false witness or the wrong thing Thou shalt cover not thy neighbor's house or belonging God laid his law, he knew about men and said in him Study these commandments and know all Hi, I'm Cheryl Bolt. I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife JC at Livingstones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you. Guess who? It's me, Elder J.C., asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? 
it will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support. Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax deductible. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something. Something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are. But I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. All right, we're back uh, with the Stone Builders Hour. Uh, so before we get started, I just want to reiterate what JC had mentioned before. At your convenience, you can listen to all previous Stone Builder shows on iTunes, mm-hmm. Google Music, yes. TuneIn, SoundCloud, and our favorite Spotify. And you can become a Stone Builder supporter and partner with a sacrificial gift of any amount yes. by going to our website at WeLivingStones.org or I love Cash App, uh, dollar sign. L Stones 51. And also, we want to give a special shout out to our minister partners for several years yes. now, at least 13 plus years, uh, to God's Hands Ministry Inc. with uh, Wilbert and Laura uh, Richards out of Pensacola, Florida. Praise God. And don't Lord. forget one of our newer uh, Stone Miller partners, and that's Cheryl Bolt. You've God been listening to her, family. her uh, Why I Give, which I love. Praise mm-hmm. God for all of them. And so just to move forward, because we're talking about the Tenth Commandments and now modern Christianity versus the Tenth Commandment, which is Old Testament. And we have uh, some people who study. The New Testament, some father who re- reject the Old Testament, it's like just a ball of confusion. But the way of God is no longer fashionable. That's you know, what a we lot see. of men nowadays, mm-hmm. we're witnessing now, they believe God is out of date. Yeah. They, they, and we have to have a renewed belief with changing times. And first, let's look at the holidays we celebrate Christmas and Easter. Mm. Easter is one of the highest holidays of Christendom, but it is not God's holy day. Christ also said he would resurrect in three days. Friday through Saturday would not give you three days, no matter how you slice it. Mm. Matthews twelve forty. For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Yes. Remember, Yahshua was born in Bethlehem, but not on December 25th, as is so widely stated throughout the world. Are we reading our scriptures? It comes down to not accepting our religious beliefs on God's word alone, but whatever way the atmosphere changes. And a lot of that really has come from parents, not training up their children. Yes. And the educational system of our higher institutions have now moved to the really the left. It is liberalism. But I think when we take away prayer out of school, when we take away what our children are learning now, God is not relevant unless it's being poured into them at an early age. Another presumption is that Yeshua Christ changed the Sabbath. And I think we do need to do a Sabbath show because Mm -hmm. when we look at the details of the Sabbath, it is not what people believe it is today. A lot of churches are honoring and worshiping on the day that is not the Sabbath. Based upon the three days Christ said he would raise from the dead on the Sabbath dispels all argument about what day it is. Because remember, we tried to squeeze in Christ raised to the dead on a Sunday, but he died on a Friday. Uh, let me say Friday, Saturday. Uh, 
nothing. Friday to Saturday is one day. Right. Saturday to Sunday is two day. Where's the three day come in? Right. So somehow we have to push back because it doesn't reject that perhaps Christ died on a Wednesday. Wednesday to Thursday, one day, Thursday to Friday, the second day, Friday to Saturday, which is the Sabbath, is the third day. So nowhere in the New Testament is the perpetual Sabbath covenant abolished. Christ said he came, you said that earlier, Pastor. Uh-huh. He didn't came to change the law, he came to fulfill it. That's in Exodus 31, 12 through 17. For God made the Sabbath for all mankind and Mark 12, 2, 27. And part of um, the Exodus 31, uh, 12 through 27, I'm just going to read a few verses uh, starting at 12. And the Lord spake unto Moses saying, 13, speak thou also unto the children of Israel saying, verily my Sabbaths ye shall keep. For it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations. Hmm. He didn't say till yesterday. He said throughout your generations. He didn't say the past. He said throughout your generations. That ye may know that I am the Lord that doth sanctify you. You shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, for it is holy unto you. Everyone that defileth it, it shall surely be put to death. For whosoever doeth any work therein, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Six days may work be done, but in the seventh is the Sabbath of rest, holy to the Lord. Whosoever doeth any work in the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. He had to repeat that. Wherefore the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generations for a perpetual covenant. Definition of perpetual? Forever. And ever. Yes. We're, uh, it is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. And Mark 2.27 just spells out that Jesus observed the Sabbath as well. Paul kept it. The Gentiles kept it. <laughs> if it was good enough for them, then it's good enough for me yeah. and us. The author of Hebrews writes boldly, there remains therefore a rest. King James Version, it's in the margin. You know, that's why you have the Bibles with all the margins in them with the little <laughs> notes. Keeping of a Sabbath for the people of God. That's Hebrews 4, 9. And going back to Christmas, the Emperor Constantine converted to Christianity, 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 believers, and changed Sabbath, keeping from the seventh to the first day of the week that everyone knows now as Sunday. Yep. Sunday was the day Constantine worshipped the sun as his god. This made it easier for the Romans to call their pagan December 25th Winter Solstice Festival in which they had celebrated the birth of the sun god, the birthday that they called the son of God. Mm. I think we better look at that. Uh, and well, I think we got we a should, lot of arrows coming our way. Well, I think God. we should look Let's at Let's put on our whole body of armor. Yeah, our helmet of salvation. Yes. Our breastplate of righteousness. Yes. Line our loins with, with the peace. Go- with the gospel of truth. Because yeah, out of my loins come the truth. Oh, wow. That's right. We're going to walk in peace. Yes. Shod my feet with the gospel of peace. Yeah. And we need our sword. Our sword and our, and shield, our shield. Yes. Protect the fiery darts. Yes. This ain't, This is all in the word. Yes, man. it is. And That's why we get the Bible mm. and you match it up with uh, other the historical events. Yeah. Then the truth shall set, set you, you free. free. Amen. We set aside, you know, they talk about that sun, the sun thing, uh, about the son of God, but we also set aside days to honor presidents like right. George Washington or, you know, we or, maybe we should honor God too. We need yeah. to give him a day. Yes. Yeah, but we do this. We do have a day. We do this 
on the Sabbath by keeping it, honoring God. And compared to any man, God's contributions are beyond counting. Yes. But one stands over all of the others. Jehovah is creator. Yes. It says in the beginning, yes. God created. This is the way the book begins, the book of Genesis. So that right at the very beginning, attention is drawn and focused on what the Almighty is doing. Thank you. Lord. God creates. Hallelujah. He's an architect. Praise He's God. He's a master builder. Yes, he is. Thus, the Sabbath, it memorizes him as the creator. Wow. Isn't that something that we can, we spend so much time memorializing man, but we don't give God that same credit. And just remember, the Sabbath is a day of rest sanctified by the creator at the end of the creation week. Remember each day that he was doing, he said the night and the day, he would say, he looked at it and said it was good. And then at the end, he says, I rest. It is a recurring period of time. The most enduring thing man knows the Creator promises to be in that time. That's why we need to be in prayer. We need to be worshiping, guaranteeing man that he will be with man and helping the and helping him keep his Sabbath to attain his purpose. Mm. What an awesome gift! It is a day Christ clearly associated with liberty, mm. redemption. My redemption, yes. my salvation, me, Lord. as he showed by his preaching, healings, and casting out of demons, relieving people of their bondage to Satan. Because remember, that's why we rest, so we can renew ourselves to take yeah. on the challenge of the beginning week, Sunday. The issue in the New Testament never dealt with one um, whether one should keep the Sabbath or not. That's that's a big discussion today. That's that modern Christianity. I need to keep the Sabbath, but it's really a Sunday. We need to relook at that. The emphasis, though, changes from the Old Testament nationalistic system of communal Sabbath keeping to the New Testament of individual personality. That's what we're all about. What I can do for myself or I can do this for self. I have my own personal worship. But God has not changed the law. The Sabbath thus becomes a present type of the rest of God to come. Hebrews 3 and 4. In the New Testament, not working becomes a secondary though still important factor in proper Sabbath keeping, giving place to fellowshipping with God and others of like mind and to doing good works. But it is our day of rest. Hmm. Praise God. So as you can see, modern Christianity does not meet the test of how Jehovah is keeping this world. Do we continue to read meditate and accept his word? Yes. Or do we continue providing our own answers not knowing the mind of God? Mm. Well, you know, we don't know the mind of God. He tells us that. He says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. (laughs) So I know that I don't know his mind. (laughs) And if we do not know his mind, but we get with him on the Sabbath to worship him, to study the word, to meditate on it, then he will give us understanding. Yeah, just but like I he, know I don't know everything. Yeah, or, just like he threw Job under the bus. Yes, he did. You know, who you were, where were you at when I created the... Where were you at when I put the water together? Where were you at when I did the filament? <laughs> yes, he did. He'll, hey, he'll run you up and down the flagpole. Yes, he will. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Praise him. What a mighty God praise we serve. Well, I tell you, praise God. I got so excited talking about the Ten Commandments yes. and the Sabbath and and and, uh, you know, I know that sometimes a lot of folks that want to deal with that subject on about the Sabbath. And uh, but, you know, we're going to we're going to go ahead and deal with that because my God is not the author of confusion. Yes. Praise God. Yes. My God is the master and majestic 
total authority of this universe. Yes, he is. He said, the almighty Jehovah, that he never changes. Yes. His promises never fail. Yes. When we are faithless, he is faithful. Always. And that's why we need to obey him and follow him because he provides the final cure for spiritual, physical, and emotional sickness. Yes. And he can heal us through his son, Jesus Christ. And sometimes... Through a direct connect. Yes. Praise God for the Almighty because He will protect you. He'll provide, direct, lead us, and He will care for His people if you make yourself available to Him. Yes. His tender, He'll tenderly take care of us. Thank you. As a strong and patient shepherd will take care of his sheep. Yeah. So, Father, we just thank you for your continual grace and mercy. Yeah. As we prepare to close, stay tuned for next week because we're going to cover the Sabbath. We're going to undertake it. And I tell you, you need to listen in, listen in, listen in because it's time as believers, as those of us who say we believe in the Judeo-Christian beliefs, to draw the line in the sand. Yes. Because the Sabbath bears witness to how we keep the commandments and the laws of God, proving we are the true believers of His Word. Yeah. So there's no doubt. Yes. You're either on the right side or you're, no, I should say, if we divide <laughs> the line, we won't say right and left. You're yeah. either with God or you're against him. That's why scripture always says, he tells his people to come out. Yes. You have I'm, to I'm, come I'm, out. I'm, out. I'm her. <laughs> yes. So stay tuned. We're out. We'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.